and welcome to, or welcome back to After the Leaving with your host, Angela. Oh, I'm so excited for this episode today. I recorded with one of my best friends, Nikki. We literally became friends this year because she moved to my school and she's just absolutely amazing. In this episode, we talk about, you know, the college and she has a really interesting story about how she got to where she is. I'm not going to spoil anything. I want you guys to listen to it. And we just talk about kind of bullying and how she how she dealt with that. Again, don't want to spoil anything for you. If you like this episode, make sure to give it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and write a lovely comment. Make sure you go follow the social media at After the Leaving Podcast on Instagram. I am super, super, super active on there. I've really been trying to make an effort and, you know, my DMs are always open. All right, without any further ado, have fun listening to this episode. Welcome onto the podcast, Nikki. How are you? Hey, I'm great. So do you want to start off by just like introducing yourself, give a brief overview, how you ended up where you are, all that jazz? Sure. So my name is Nikki. Um, I moved to a grind school for my sixth year of secondary school. And that's where I met Angela. Yes. And we, we soon became very close friends. And here we are now. And yeah, I've just had a great, you know, quarantine and lockdown and stuff. And I'm glad to be in college now and working hard and everything is going great. Finally, we're in college. You made it. We made it. We made it. Uh, So do you want to talk about your school experience before you moved and we became friends as like a little backstory? Because I know that you went through a little bit before. You got yeah. here. Yeah. Um, so basically, I went to a secondary school. That's where I live. And the people that were there, I grew up around. And I didn't have the best of experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, from like, I was younger, all through primary school, I like went through bullying and stuff. And it was really hard. And I had to get like, counseling and stuff to deal with it and um I hoped that I would stop when I went into secondary school but unfortunately some of those people were in my class so it continued and it was on and off until about fifth year and um it was at the end of fifth year when it started getting really bad again and that's when I considered moving and considered my options and stuff yeah and then how did you deal with the bullying and just like getting around it or somehow kind of getting the problem solved? So basically I did what anybody would know to do, which is to go and speak to an adult, whether it was a parent, a teacher, principal or anybody that you just confide in who, you know, could listen and give you advice and stuff. And they tried their best to help me as much as they could. And it did really, really help, honestly. But um, I guess the people who were doing it was just so determined that it never really stopped them that much. Mm. That's that's horrible, honestly. 
yeah it was it was really hard because when you're growing up and you're young you know you you take a lot of offense from things and you know you're you're not really mature enough to know and understand what's going on so it can be really hard and you know you can take it really badly um lucky for me I knew that it was not going to last that it soon enough would stop but some people aren't that lucky Mm -hmm. and what advice would you give to someone who's struggling right now um, honestly, I'd say to, I know this is easier said than done, just ignore them. Just honestly, the only reason that they're doing that to you is because they're jealous and their life is, I only, I only noticed this like recently, but if they're so focused on everything that you do, it obviously means that their life isn't interesting at all. So they just need to live through what you do. And they need to comment on every little thing that you do because they have nothing else to do with themselves. Yeah, that's that's exactly the same. Like I see online hate because now I feel like the kind of old fashioned bullying of like shoving in the yard isn't that big anymore. If it was ever big, I think it's mostly like social media and just the fact now that kids are growing up with social media when like back back in the day I feel so old for saying that we still like played outside and we didn't really have like Instagram and the comment section and kind of that to deal with you know yeah exactly like it's so much harder now because apart from the fact that you have like in-person bullying going on it's now cyber bullying so yeah that kind of peace and quiet you would have when you were alone or when you were at home that's gone now because you're constantly on your phone as you said you're constantly on Instagram and stuff so you're seeing this stuff and it's just making it much much worse yeah yeah for sure like the increase of just cyber bullying has been crazy but uh moving on from that so you moved school in sixth year. We became amazing friends. What subjects did you take? How was it kind of adjusting to a grind school? Because I went to it in fifth year. So I kind of like knew what to do. And how was kind of that experience for you in sixth year? Yeah, so um, I did the core subjects, English, Irish and maths. And then originally when I entered the school, I was doing French, geography, biology and music. And I did that for the first maybe week or two, but I was not happy with my subjects and I didn't want to do music anymore. So I switched to doing business and um, I was really happy about that. I was really go- like glad that they gave you the option to like change your subjects if you wanted to, because it just like it, it let off the pressure of having to stick with the ones that you made when you probably weren't in the best place. Yeah. Wait, did you do music in fifth year and then just yeah. drop it in sixth year? Yeah, I, no did. Way. I did it in junior cert as well and on into fifth year. I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> no, our school was really good about like changing subjects. Yeah. And we had the same business teacher and he was a great crack. We did, oh, yeah. We loved the best. him. Uh, I'm not going to talk too much about the leaving cert because I think that is all like done, dusted, low-key yeah, kind of, of figuring. Being there, done that. Yeah. What did you think about the predicted grades? Just like really quickly. Did you want to do the exams? What was your like opinion on that? So um, honestly, when I first got the news about predicted grades, I was like, 
okay, this might, you know, this might be okay. But then I realized that it could go one of both ways. And I was really anxious and afraid that it would go, you know, into the wrong direction, the one that I didn't want it to go in. Um, (laughs) I personally would have likened to do the exams because I worked really well. Like, as I said, my fifth year experience wasn't the best. So even though I was working my hardest, I wasn't reaching my full potential. I wasn't putting 110% into my work. So I knew that um, I wanted to, I had to work hard in sixth year to be able to have what I needed to do the exams. And Mm -hmm. I felt that I did. So I really wanted to do the exams to see how I could have done. And I think that I would have done a lot better in the exams than predicted grades, to be honest. I mean, with predicted grades, things kind of hit the fan eventually. Yeah. I just, I think it was way more complicated than it needed to be. And our school in particular got downgraded a lot. And it was in the media a lot. (laughs) And did you ever think about sitting the exams then in November and not taking your predicted grades? Or was that not like an option for you? No, that was totally an option for me because um, I realized that I was just about out of my reach for the course that I wanted. And even if I appealed my results and stuff, there wasn't a guarantee. So I definitely was like considering doing the exams. And I was just about to start studying them when I got an offer. And I was like, okay, you know what? I don't feel like I would have been able to study efficiently within the two months that we had so I just went for the course that I got yeah that's good but before you got the course that you got you did a PLC so do you want to talk about that and like how you found it and how you like went through the process of that yes definitely so um I well I wanted to do nursing and I also had been interested in psychology and biomedical science so I was looking along the lines of anything that I could get honestly to do with that um and I went on to a website called CDETB I think that's what it's called yeah and they have basically a list of available courses that you can do that are PLC courses and I came across a business and medical administrations PLC course in Bally Firma College of Further Education. Um, and I took it because it sounded great. It was along the lines of what I wanted. It was only a year, so I could do it real quick while I was waiting. And maybe I was thinking of reapplying next year or doing maybe mature student um, entry into college then. But then it just... Uh, you got the course you how did uh, what round was that that you ended up getting um... so I ended up getting a third round offer um which was on the 5th of no the 3rd of October I think is when I got my offer so basically I was fully enrolled into my course I had my induction day and I was about to start my first day would have been the 5th of October and I was sitting in my room and what I had done was a couple of days earlier I was on the CAO um, site and I came across the 
um, available courses. And yeah. I was scrolling through that, trying to see if there was anything. And I came across a, an applied biology course in TUD. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is so what I want. And I said, like, what's the harm in going for it? So I put it on my CAO and went about my business. And honestly, I completely forgot about it because I did not think anything of it. Um, And I was sitting in my room one day doing things for my college that I was in then. And um, I got an email and I didn't check it yet. But my mom ended up getting a message about the email because the CAO was set up that way where it sent like an email message as well. And um, she was like, she called me downstairs and she was like, what's this about a course? And I was like, what? She was like, it says that you're after getting an applied biology course in TUD. And I, I just, I like started bawling, crying. Oh. I was like, oh my God, like seriously? So like, it was so like shocking. I just could not believe it. And my dad was there as well. And he was like, so, and I was like, definitely going to accept it. Like no hesitation. Yeah, this really goes to show that like the rounds work in a way. I feel like everyone's so focused on like round one, round two, but like there's five rounds for a reason. Uh, yeah, so people still get their courses down further down the line when the um, rounds are like released. And yeah. So how are you finding studying now, like in college? How are you finding your course? Are you enjoying it? Are you happy in the place that you are now? So obviously it was a different start to most people's because I was a bit late entry. And what happened also was the college was not aware that I even got accepted the offer. Um, I had emailed the admissions office and said like, hi, I got offered like a place in this, this course, like I gave the course code and, um, I just haven't heard anything about registration or starting and like it opened a chain of emails. So whoever I emailed, emailed another person and was like, can you sort this out? Then they emailed another person who was actually the course coordinator. And she was like, I'm so sorry. We were not aware that there was another student joining (laughs) us. And so she like basically sent me an email about, registering and setting up my TUW email and everything like that yeah and within like two days I went from not being in college to starting my lectures that's crazy yeah no like we've just been chatting obviously like every day and I had kind of that traditional kind of way of getting into college like I didn't have that kind of middle ground that you did and you've honestly, I'm so proud of you for like adjusting so well and you're doing a science degree that you like yeah. wanted, you know, everything just works out for the best. And, you know, if you have to take a couple of more steps to get where you want to be, it's definitely worth it. And, you know, you're, you're proof of this, Nikki. <laughs> yeah, um, literally. Um, like so many people think that like, whatever you get offered, you have to automatically accept. But um, I knew, I was like, this is like, this is such a big thing. This is such an important thing. You know, it's the next chapter of our lives. Like I didn't want to just settle for anything. I'm like, don't get me wrong. I was happy with the course that I had gotten. 
but I was like, it's not what I see myself doing. So I did push that bit harder. And it was like the amount of anxiety and stress that it caused, like not knowing what was happening, it was all worth it. Yeah, for sure. And the last question I always ask my guests this, if you could tell your past self something, regardless of the topic of this episode, what would it be? Okay, so this is a hard one because there's a lot of things that, you know, I know now that I didn't, like, even last year or even a couple of months ago, like, especially with the pandemic and the lockdown and stuff, you've just, you've spent a lot of time alone with yourself, so you've learned a lot of things. Um, So I think what I'd say to myself is don't care about what anybody else thinks don't focus on making anybody else happy because at the end of the day, you're the only one that matters and you're the only one you need to make happy because if you spend your life making, trying to make other people happy and doing what other people want, then that's just not going to end well. Yeah, that's, oh, that's such amazing advice. And I'm so I've been wanting to get you on the podcast for ages and then we saw each other over summer but then somehow it didn't happen and now Ireland decided that it wanted to go back into lockdown but I'm oh, so glad yeah. that you came on thank you so so much I'm sure people will find your episodes so valuable and yeah thank, thank you thank for you. having me it's, it's honestly like I love this podcast so much I don't want to like embarrass you but but like as you know, like you, I was probably one of the first people I think that you told yeah. you were doing it, mm-hmm. and I was like, definitely, it's going to be so good. Like I can just see it now, and like you said, like I'm going to have some guests on. Like, would you be interested? And I was like, yes, definitely. <laughs> and here we are now, like two months later. Yeah, it's crazy. Can't believe this podcast. My baby's almost four months old. Wow. Oh. Well, thank you so much for coming on and I'll probably text you like right after this. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. I really hope you enjoyed that episode and gained some insights. I for sure did. And I literally talk to her every day. I learn something new from Nikki literally every day. And yeah, that's all I have for today. I'll chat to you guys next week. Bye.